All right, thank you, everybody, and welcome to Dark Feather Gaming News, episode 15 of our Gaming News podcast. This is Thor, and today I am with Fat Gamer Jeff and Sasquatch Senpai. So 15, that's wow, seems like that's a lot. But 15, never mind, I'm not going there. Well, I don't uh, even... we did a. Uh... It could be more. We were originally doing it every other week, and then That's our true. list got way too long. And <laughs> mm-hmm. this looks like a shorter list, but there's a lot of stuff in each of the the uh, categories, I guess. Yeah, the topics. it's a short list, but some of them have a lot to unpack. Um, the first one is kind of just a standard announcement. Uh, so, and this was posted on our Facebook page as well. So, <laughs> PS Plus and PS Now is currently 25% off. So, go ahead and grab that. Uh, if you don't have it already, it's the 12 month subscription. So, it's a good time to grab that up if you do that every year. Now, here's something interesting. Uh, when I clicked on, on your article, uh, there was actually, uh, an, I don't know if it was an advertise, advertisement or just a link, but it takes you directly to eBay, and you can buy it for even less. It's 35 oh. bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It must have been an ad because the, uh, the ad, oh, wait. Oh, wait, no, yeah, no, it says it in there. As of now, you can still grab the 12-month PS Plus subscription for on eBay for $35. Yeah, that's listed as part of that article, so it's... No, there you but, go. Yeah, yeah. I checked it out. I watched it. Uh, maybe I'll buy nice. it in the next few days, whatever. And if that's gone, you can still get it on PSN for 25% off, 40, which is 45 bucks. So it's the best deal you're going to get outside Black Friday, True. which is usually when there's I also, get it. Yeah, there's also... Um, I can check Groupon out too. Once mm, in a while, yeah. they 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 throw it, you know, under forty. So, mm. so Resident Evil and WoW are now both coming to Netflix. Yeah. So, um, Netflix is continuing to build on their video game adaptations. I think what, later this month we have. Uh, Dragon's Dogma come out, and now they just added two more to their their list in Resident Evil, which is you know obviously the popular over the world horror game from Capcom, and this Wow one from Blizzard is kind of news to me. I wasn't even aware of it. Um, called Afterlives. Uh, yeah, seems they, to be just shorts. So yeah, it was um, one of the ones they announced during the Gamescon. Um, I haven't really looked into it. I do know Blizzard has been over recent years since uh, Legion. So a good four, five years, they've been releasing their own shorts via their own channels. So moving to another host, another provider is definitely big news. Um, It's just been a way that they've been able to get more and more lore out there without having to read the books. Uh, These are just more character focused rather than overall focused though. So just another good thing to watch out for and i mean mm-hmm. wizard cinematics and the quality of them have always been really really good from like their little visual novels they've released and sort of like this to their probably uh animations that led up to this afterlives which were kind of like moving comics i, I guess you could say mm-hmm. so okay um it's probably gonna be more of headed by blizzard than everything else headed by netflix so who knows? We'll just have to wait to see more information on it. Mm-hmm. But there is an evil one. Um, what, what's the focus for the Resident Evil one? Mm, let's see. I'm not sure. That was the very first article on the top. Um, Live action. Yeah. Know that much. <clears throat> See, Wesker when, family when, moving into Raccoon City. When says. the Wesker kids move to Raccoon Wesker. City, the secrets they uncover might just be the end of everything. Resident Evil is a new live-action series based on Capcom's legendary survival horror franchise. Um, so it does have a it does have a good writer and director attached to it. Um, Ronan Hughes uh, done a lot of stuff for AMC, All Walking Dead. Uh, oh. The Breaking Bad spinoff, Better Call Saul. Mm, I've yet to actually watch that. I need to. And then the writer is Andrew Dabb, who is also a fantastic writer. Um, Supernatural on uh, mm. CW. Okay. As well as a few comics. 
um, as well. A few comics and graphic novels here or there, which he's definitely not known as much for. A um, couple books. He's done a few, like, uh, Forgotten Realm stories. Uh, I can't recall of any of the other books. I know he has a ton out there. It's just really a kind of a niche art, hmm. uh, niche writer. Yeah. And then Constantine, and then uh, Constantine Film will produce it, so... Hmm. Well, it sounds like it has a lot of potential. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have a, a zombie director behind it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Nice. So speaking of um, Gamescom 2020, uh, I have a list here. I'm not going to delve in super deep, but I did want to kind of announce it for our podcast, all the different trailers that were shown. Um, and these are all out there on YouTube. You can just go uh, plug these in on YouTube and find them. They're all completely available now. Um, so the first one is Dragon Age 4 was shown. And so... Uh, kinda. Well, yeah, it, it was a behind-the-scenes look um, on the next uh, Dragon Age game, and it shows a sneak peek of some concept art. Um, then the Doom Eternal DLC was shown. Um, Fall Guys Season 2. So it's first look at new levels and games, and we'll talk about Fall Guys a little bit more um, in a little bit. Um, Star Wars Squadrons, which is a new campaign gameplay or a new campaign gameplay video that shows off everyone's favorite mission type, the escort mission. Um, let's see, Little Nightmares 2, which I think we had seen a little bit about that before, um, but this is re- uh, showing some new gameplay. Sims 4, mm-hmm. uh, let's see, Sims 4 Journey to Batu. Oh, that's okay. Oh, that's interesting. So it's like a Sims crossover with uh, Star Wars, it looks like. Well, uh, I guess um, EA does have the rights to any sort of game. Hmm. Um, let's see, and then Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War trailer was shown. We'll talk about that a little bit down as well. Um, then World of Warcraft Shadowlands. Um, the release date trailer, which is October 27th, and then a new trailer uh, for 12 minutes was shown. Um, a new game revealed called uh, Lemnus Gate, Age of Empires 3 Definitive Edition, which had a release date announcement of October 15th. Medal of Honor Above and Beyond. So this is a first look. It's the Respawn Entertainment VR game that's going to be coming this holiday season for VR. Unknown 9 Awakening, which was a game reveal with just a teaser trailer about a minute long. Um, <clears throat> Surgeon Simulator 2. Uh, this was a launch trailer. Uh, it was also given a release date of August 27th, which has actually already passed since then. So it's now out, this Surgeon Simulator, and this just looks overly campy. Um, Sam and Max VR, which is a game that was revealed um, in the VR collection. Then, of course, that uh, that WoW animated short uh, and the Netflix stuff we talked about. Destiny 2 Beyond Light, which is going to be coming November 10th. Um, Warhammer Age of Sigmar Stormground, which was announced uh, for launch in 2021. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, which reveals flashback tape levels, and there's still no word on the PC release. Outriders uh, trailer, which will be launching holiday 2020, assumingly in November. And we got some more information on some other games that are uh, already kind of known about and some <laughs> updates on them. Um, let's see. We got a new cinematic trailer for Spellbreak and a new game trailer for Scarlet Nexus. A new game was revealed. A big Constructor in The Walking Dead. And new gameplay was announced for WWE 2K Battlegrounds. So there's kind of a lot to unpack there. Um, but if you go and check it out, there's just there's, there's a lot that kind of was there, but not a lot of stuff that was new. It was a lot of updated gameplay footage or just updated footage, but there's only a small handful of actual announcements. I'm hoping that the Tokyo Game Show coming up soon is going to give us a little bit more. 
the Tokyo Game Show is generally mostly Japanese-based companies, so you'll probably see quite a bit from Sony. You'll probably see a little bit from Microsoft because they always try to dip into that market, um, especially since they do own the rights to the distribution rights to mm. Fantasy Star 2 in the West, so they might start getting more stuff from Sega like that to port over. Um, I'd watch out for that because they did take the financial hit to initially bring it West. Um other than that, it's usually a, a pretty big tech show as well. Mm. Uh, Sony might reveal their actual release date and price point at the Tokyo Game Show, which is the next big show. Mm-hmm. I have some hopes for more Square Enix announcements too. So, uh, Probably a good time for their uh, next Final Fantasy XIV yep. uh, expansion announcement. Still looking for the expansion announcement and sixteen announcement. Um, some people are still talking about wanting to hear about uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, but I wouldn't hold your yeah. breath until like <laughs> next summer. Like if next E3 would be our first chance at hearing anything. They have said they're currently in development, and that's great, but that doesn't mean they're going to get it done in a year. It's going to take a couple of years. It's probably going to be released in 2022, 2023, and it'll probably be next year that we hear anything. So I would everyone, say 2022. Yeah. Because they still because they're able to reuse a ton of assets from That's the true. first half of it. But I, you I still, just like produce only one part of it. You would work on all of it, just yeah. pri- prioritize your first part. I still wouldn't look for any news this this season though. I think they're gonna prioritize yeah, Final Fantasy sixteen and the next uh fourteen expansion before they get to any news about seven part two. Maybe you'll see spoiler killing spoiler in some trailer. Yeah. so um so fall guys sells over 7 million units and uh, some other fall guy updates so yeah it's uh sold 7 million units on steam alone oh that's not so that's not not even including the free downloads for ps plus no that's not even including ps plus's downloads which it is the it's the most downloaded ps plus game of all time wow Um, nice which (laughs) <laughs> which uh media talk uh really kind of hit it out of the park with that one and you know a really silly uh game show-esque battle royale i've only played mm-hmm. a few rounds of it personally but it was definitely fun and unique and uh you can just kind of mess with people <laughs> is it <laughs> just a, is it huh? too late on ps plus now is it um i think it I don't is you don't want it to playstation why did well, you I, not claim it it was I, free no i did i just want to say i claimed it the oh. first day that's why i don't remember if it's still there or not yeah so I, it's a, a i don't big, think the next month's game. games are free yet so it might still be there if you haven't yeah, grabbed I think, it yet i i think um my cousin uh, said something about trying to download uh, street fighter 5 so those are usually around like the second week so i'd look like like maybe the sixth or eighth or something like that um it, it usually they drop on the fourth the fourth okay so that's yeah, so it, you know uh, so it could be up there so if, if if you haven't downloaded it you can go look but eh, you missed you might have missed the ball yeah and um sold two it's sold two million on steam in its first week Ooh. and i don't know if, uh, there were severe server issues with it because mediatonic just did not expect it to do this well at all whatsoever um they're not a a small studio by any chance uh, 250 people in london um published and helped by uh god damn it i can't remember them uh, devolver digital uh, they publish they do a work with a lot of companies over smaller games like this <clears throat> um so yeah great to them and this game actually helped them avoid going under so they were they were on the ropes themselves they needed this game to to succeed and sony stepped in and helped them with a little bit of funding because you know that's how you get games on ps plus is uh that's how sony gets them especially a launch title like this they'll go in throw money at them be like here you go and um, I think Sony probably came out on the better end of this one, mm-hmm. just with the popularity it was. Uh, but but yeah, they in 2015, they were working on four separate games, and then they were all canceled. Uh, wow. They started working on just this one game. Devolver stepped in and, uh, and helped with them. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, one of their bigger losses was they were working with Lionhead Studios uh, for Microsoft. And when when Lionhead closed down by Microsoft, when they restructured it, there the ones responsible for the Fable series, 
yeah. So everything they're working on, Fable Fortune and Fable Legends, when those are canceled, they were just really, really in the hole. Wow. And uh, <laughs> so kind of kind of a funny story, kind of a funny thing here. Um, they were looking to they just kind of like did odd jobs here. There's a studio for different game producers, different companies. And they were looking around for someone to, to make a full game for again. And they had one rule. Don't pitch a battle royale game. So they didn't. <laughs> and it's the best battle royale out there. <laughs> Noise. Uh, so yeah, uh, they they were really on the ropes, and then they just made this giant, dumb, super stupid, fun hit, and uh, dumb, dumb in the best way possible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so popular they could not keep the servers up <laughs> at all. <laughs> nice. Yeah, the uh, the new uh, free games hit already. Yeah, PUBG and Street Fighter Five. So if you missed out, oh well. Yeah, it's only twenty bucks on Steam. Ooh, I do need to make sure I go download uh, Street Fighter though. Yeah. So, um, in what three weeks? I think it's been out three weeks, right? Uh, three four yeah. weeks. It's a uh, so far they've made a hundred and thirty million on it just from Steam sales alone. That's not to mention any other console sales or or wow. people who didn't have Plus who bought it. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, um, Devolver Digital put some faith in them and uh, Mediatonic really hit it out of the park. <clears throat> I think what might have helped a lot is that this year, um, well, every year, Devolver Digital does some really weird E3-centric stuff. They've always done like pre-recorded weird murder mystery things involving video games with cyborgs and time travel. <laughs> um, this year, they released like a playable E3 games demo with Fall Guys in there. And that really got people talking about it. That was the first time it was discussed, which was just a few months ago. So mm -hmm. Crazy. So... Um... Jeff, you, you we need to get down on some Street Fighter though because um, you have that now, right? I just I just downloaded it. Yep, nice. Or yeah, I, purchased it. I want to download it that way I can because um, I have a physical disc, but I, I like to still download them that way I don't have to put the disc mm -hmm, in, and mm -hmm. then yep. that way when I have a PS5, um, I have the PS4, and so I could put the disc in the PS5 and play the downloaded version on my PS4. So that'll be good there too. So it looks like the next thing is Mega Evolutions coming to Pokemon Go. So this was an update that I was initially super excited for. And when I started actually playing the content, I was like, bummer. Kind of my same initial kind of uh, kind of my reaction every time they try and introduce uh, Mega Evolutions. I should have known better. Um, How dare you? Yeah, I don't. So it's you. You have to do these raids and <clears throat> spoiler alert. All of the Mega Evolution raids are five-star raids, so get ready for that. Um, that of course, it's that yeah, that's the max ones. You, it's you usually you have, have, you have you have to have a pretty large group of people most of the time, um, and it's supposed to be easier if you're fighting it with a Mega Evolution uh, Pokemon. But that's you still got to do it at least that one time and. Uh, when you do that, you get some mega energy from them for that same type. When you have enough mega energy, you can evolve them, and they stay evolved for a temporary amount of time, just like your buddy does when you put your buddy on the map. Um, so some time goes by, and then it unmega evolves just like his canon to the game. I was really excited at first because the way the updates kind of read initially made it sound like they stayed mega evolved um so i was like all right that's cool that makes mega evolution not quite as lame but then once you get i got down to it no they do not stay that way they just stay that way for a couple hours and poof back to normal so it's basically just another way to waste off a bunch of your items on raids that are super difficult with very little payoff because essentially the biggest benefit to getting a mega evolution from one of these raids is that you can then do more of these raids easier where the reward is being able to get these mega evolutions that you do these raids with and it's just a fucking cycle so it's yeah 
it just it's, sounds like a game cycle like everything yeah i don't know i mean it's 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 cool i guess but not as neat as i was hoping it would be um but it's there if that's your thing if you were like one of those people that's super super duper into raids this is probably super exciting for you i'm not a super big raider so it's not that big for me but so the next thing <laughs> edgy bad apple man fortnite theme so fortnite has um kind of done another little finger waver they've added a new skin that's the um the like weird creepy ceo dude with the apple head that was in that trailer that they put out they sure got them and then promptly had their publishing agreement <laughs> dissolved by apple yeah <laughs> And then it uh, looks like even Tim Sweeney said, while waiting for Apple to free Fortnite on iOS and Mac, here's another awesome Battle Royale game pat- powered by Unreal Engine um, in a re- uh, retweet of a uh, post about PUBG, PUBG Mobile specifically. So, yeah, Apple did not remove every Unreal Engine game. Yep. They just removed Epic's account. Yep. So... Um, these other companies are not trying to backdoor the TOS, just Epic is. Yeah, and that's worth noting, too. So keep in mind that, yeah, it's 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 not just any game that that's using Unreal Engine. It's it's Epic. So. Mm. Yeah, see. Um, so Sony wants to bring more exclusives to PC. I think both of you guys posted on this. No, mine was slightly different. Oh. Go ahead, uh, Sasquatch. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, with the success of Horizon Zero Dawn and um, Death Stranding being the first one, um, that was kind of a special deal, though, since it was with Kojima Studio and Sony gave him a blank check to do whatever he wanted with. And I guess part of it was let me release on PC. <laughs> um, yeah. So Horizon Zero Dawn has been been doing great and with considering the games and network services that they provide um they are sony's big profit um well over everything else they have a pretty decent music pictures um electronics and solutions so whatever your headsets phones whatever but gaming is by far their hugest uh source of income and that's not even accounting for consoles because manufacturers sell their consoles at a loss no matter what. It's always about uh, mm-hmm. it's always been about the software sales. And I think seeing with how well Microsoft is doing in the PC on the PC market, because um, not only do does Microsoft offer their first party games through their uh, Xbox through their uh, Games Pass Ultimate PC version. Um, they sell those games on Steam as well, those same exact games, and they're doing great. Flight Simulator, people could get for free if they had the subscription. Flight Simulator was the number one selling game for a couple weeks. Oh, yeah. Uh, same with Master, same with the Halo Master Chief collection. So I think Sony's starting to realize this, and they're starting to starting to figure out what they can kind of push towards it, uh, push towards PC. Um, it probably won't be as fast that they launch on PC as Microsoft is. Uh, maybe it will be. <clears throat> um, and Sony also said that the PC market was their largest and most major competitor, which I don't think it would be if you just put your games on there. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I don't understand the holdup, seriously. Uh, yeah, um, maybe they're afraid of that 30% cut Steam takes, like uh, uh, Epic is of. <laughs> No, I, I get that, okay. but um, I mean, like, they're also trying to sell consoles, so I guess, oh, we're going to put it on our consoles, you can buy the console and play the game there, but you're still yeah, missing this, out, because not everybody's going to buy it. <laughs> yeah, and this is all just coming from their uh, their their corporate report they had um, mid-last month, um, showing that, where it was shown that, their, that Horizon Zero Dawn and Death Stranding, their games, were the top of the Steam charts outside of just... Uh, uh, the Halo Master Chief Collection and Flight Simulator. So the two major console developers, Microsoft now is probably more split between the two. Seeing yeah. with how their infrastructure is starting to go, uh, it makes sense to dive into the PC market since no one has you know control over it. It's mm. Steam and other storefronts. That's it. Well, and here's another thing: they've they've 
outright said now that they're going to be limited on how many PS5s they can manufacture right now. And like you said, it's more about selling the games and the software. So if they're limited on how many PS5s that they're actually going to be able to put out for right now, that it would make sense that they would want people that even if they can't get those PS5s that they sell out, they can still buy those games on their PC at least. Yeah. Um, so it just makes more sense for them. That's just right your now. profit at that point. Yeah. Especially with the infrastructure, with, especially with the, the tech inside the, the PS5 and, of course, Xbox. It's so similar to like a, a low mid-range PC that it's, it, it's literally AMD technology. It's what people put in their computers. Mm. It's the same thing. Um, maybe outside of, I don't know, console load times or some fancy stuff that the PS5's uh, hard drive or solid state drive might do. It, there's really no reason not to port stuff over. That's just more money to them with minimal work. Yep. Plus, imagine, I get people to decide to buy a PS5. Yeah. Imagine they do a, they do all that with crossplay. <clears throat> um. Honestly, I don't see crossplay leaving. I think it's just a thing now. Um, mm-hmm. Sony no, no, has started, no, 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 no. Sony has started to agree. To you it. meant cross yeah. buy? I think cross no. buy. No, 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 no. I, I was saying though. Imagine all of that with crossplay, because oh, still, you know, yeah. not everybody's like on board yet. I mean, cross buy is fantastic as well. Just like uh, I don't Call think you'll see Duty and Fortnite and all that stuff. You'll probably see like account stuff going back and forth, but maybe like the full game would be needed with like. No, uh, no, no, no. I'm not expecting that. No, I'm not expecting that if I buy the game, on, <clears> you know, on PC, that I can get it for free on. PlayStation, not that. But that'd I'm, be at so least, nice. Like, you know how many times I've bought Final <laughs> Fantasy fourteen. <14? laughs> I bought it once. <laughs> I bought it, but, I mean, several times. <laughs> it's like right, right now. I, I don't know. I haven't been keeping up with anything on Apex, but I know that when they move over to Steam, I believe there's going to be crossplay. But I don't know if, uh, you know, your account is going to merge with your uh, Origin account. Mm. So whatever I bought on PS4. If I can't use it on PC, it's like, ugh, you know, yeah. what's the point? Probably. I don't see why not, because that stuff in your PS4 is with your Origin account. And then how the games work going from Steam to Origin, just like it goes from Steam to Uplay or yeah, that's, whatever. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah, I have, it it I have, with that account, so it should be available to you. Yeah. Like, a yeah, copy of the game wouldn't be. And like, you'd have to buy a new, but Apex is free. No, right, right, right. I haven't uh, read. That's what I'm saying. Like, I haven't read up on it, and I hope that's the deal. And I haven't spent that much money on Apex anyway. I've probably spent like a total of 20 bucks, but still, you know, mm. it's already my stuff. Why not? Yeah. But yeah, I don't think you ever have to worry about crossplay not being a thing anymore. Like, the games won't, it won't be crossplay on a platform that doesn't have the game. That's mm. about it. Yeah. yeah. And that makes me very moist. I mean, happy. <laughs> because, like, from their perspective, it gets people on a different console to buy the game who normally wouldn't have because now someone who's friends with now someone on an Xbox, a PS five and a PC. Now three friends can buy the same game and play with each other. Where normally one person might've bought it. Exactly. So. They might be like, well, I'd love to play this call. I'd love to play call of duty, but all of my friends who play it are on Xbox and I'm on PlayStation. So I'm not even going to bother buying it. Mm-hmm. Now that used to be me for a lot of times. I missed a lot of Call of Duty seasons because uh, during that time I didn't know anyone who played it on PlayStation, and that's what I always had. So I just skipped it sometimes because I usually play Call of Duty when I can play with people I know. So I started getting back into Call of Duty when one of my buddies from work uh, got it for PS3, got one for PS3, and then I got back into it. But um. But yeah, that makes a big difference when that you don't have that as an excuse. You don't have that, mm-hmm. oh, well, all my friends play on this different system. As long as you have friends that play hard stop, you're good. Yeah, that happened to me with uh, Modern Warfare 2. Mm-hmm. I started on, uh, I think it was on Steam. Yeah, I started on Steam and played for like a year or two. And then uh, my, my wife got me a PS3 finally uh, for a birthday or something because like, all I kept talking about is how all my friends and family were playing it on PS3. So eventually mm-hmm. she got it for me. And nice. that's when I went back to consoles. All right. So uh, Activision takes a blow to cheat manufacturing companies. And I think we I initially put something on here because I posted it on the page. I think you had something also, Sasquatch. You posted an update yeah, on it. Yeah, I had a, uh, a full article on it. It looks like we 
both do actually. Um, so yeah, you post the initial article um, saying that they filed a lawsuit against the cheat manufacturer company CX Cheats. Yes. Um, so, and this was, I think, after that that streamer, streamer had um, yeah, he got yeah. caught using it while he was streaming. Yeah. Which banned him and everything. The best part was he was defending himself about how he's just good and doesn't cheat, and then the cheat <laughs> pops up on stream. The, the oh, was who, who was it? who was it? Was it Avril Lavigne or? Who was it that was like their drummer fucked up and played the wrong track and they started lip syncing to the wrong song on stage? Oh, Back in, yeah, I think that was Avril Lavigne, right? <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was uh, uh, Katy Perry, I oh, think. Oh, man. But it's, a, it's like a fuck up on that scale at that point. Yikes. <laughs> yeah, so he does this. Um, Activision promptly files a lawsuit. Um, it's really hard for game companies to file these lawsuits because these companies are pretty much based out of like fucking Lithuania or something <laughs> somewhere fucking Eastern Europe where uh, they just don't give a fuck um, but uh, <clears throat> after this lawsuit was uh, filed um, they the company immediately ceased selling cheats for them they, they shut down they got scared um, they even released a uh, they even released a statement on it um, as a and here uh, quote as a result of our lawsuit with Activision, we have agreed to cease development and support for all Call of Duty related products or services sold through the site. Um, these products will not be returning to CXC to CX cheats in any form. We apologize for any pain we've caused the players of Call of Duty. They don't give a fucking shit. They just want sued. <laughs> Liability <laughs> statement done. Yeah. So. Um, this statement was found on the Call of Duty Warzone board, so this will probably be a decent blow against you know the people who said they run across cheaters in Warzone and Call of Duty. I still haven't, so I don't know what's going on. I, I maybe if they're just maybe if players are just better, they won't get mashed against cheaters. I don't know. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Speaking of Call of Duty, did you know. catch that the apparently one of the new trailers, Ronald Reagan sends you to do war crimes. Uh, so business as usual. Yeah, I, I just think, um, I just thought it was funny. I wanted to post that, and then it reminds me of the Tenement Square thing we were talking about last week. And I just, I appreciate the historical accuracies that they're putting in. So yeah, um, <clears throat> generally, generally, there's like an entire board with the president when they go over these meetings with their special ops units. So like, this is what happened. Um, you, you can see when. When Osama bin Laden was killed, I mean, you had you could there were video footage was released of Obama and his cabinet watching the operation as it happened. Mm -hmm. So it's not this isn't anything new. No, uh, we don't know if it's war crimes. It's probably war crimes. That's what we <laughs> that's what we operate in. Uh, just go watch the army's Twitch channel. It's full of war crimes, apparently. <laughs> isn't isn't war crime a bit of an oxymoron? I mean, seriously um war is basically a bunch of people murdering each other so technically if it's not a declared war by congress it is a war crime so like the middle east we're in right now is technically all one big war crime yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a pointless term at, right now so let's see so um collector's editions oh yeah this is so collector's editions for far cry 6 assassin's creed valhalla and Watch Dogs Legion will no longer come with physical copies of the game on Xbox. That is just in the UK, it looks like. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. In the UK. That but that's that's still weird. kind of like... And why just the UK, I wonder? Manufacturing in the current time? I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. But So if you live in the UK and you are a collector like I am, bad news bears if you're you were planning on getting Far Cry 6, the new Assassin's Creed, or the new Watch Dogs. Well, I mean, yeah, that's just a lot of merch you wouldn't get. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of canceled orders, probably. Because mm -hmm. there are plenty of people who do like to uh, do like to collect that sort of thing. On that note, though, that does mean that one of the collector's items that I was looking at that was sold out may no longer be sold out. So, oh. um, the, uh, 
The next thing on here is the internet outage that caused a lot of servers to go down. So this affected some people, not a lot. It was pretty brief, um, but there was a lot of servers that did go down from this. Uh, RuneScape went down. So did Call of Duty, uh, both multiplayer and Warzone. Uh, GTA 5 Online, League of Legends, Apex Legends, Valorant, Destiny 2, FIFA, WoW, Fall Guys, um, PSN, Xbox Live, Steam. It, it was a huge outage. Um, it looks like it, it didn't last too long. Um, the last update that I saw, uh, it looks like it was not actually Cloudflare. It ended up being a level 3 Sentry Link issue. Uh, that Fl Cloudflare is working on their end to fix. So um, it is resolved now, but if people were wondering about that, it was a CenturyLink issue, which is why pretty much half of the gaming servers in the world went down for about five minutes. Bro, I had to whitelist the website for this article and like 19 advertisements popped up. Oh, <laughs> Adblock is going back on. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, uh, Marvel's Avengers updates. I think you both had stuff on Marvel's Avengers also. Did I? Hmm. Yeah. You um, I know it was a really, really, really successful beta. Um, a ton of people. Oh, you posted something about it. It's co-op won't be cross-platform at launch. Yes. That I know. Um, so no cross-platform immediately, probably just because there's going to be uh, different content on the PlayStation initially. So that's kind of weird mm. um, just because they did a deal with it with a Sony for it. So and then it looks like Jaff posted about it being the most downloaded beta in PlayStation history. Yep. I was just going to piggyback off of... Uh... Dustin's article and say exactly what he just said a few seconds ago. Fuck. Apparently, Christmas. <laughs> apparently, yeah, it was it, it was the most downloaded uh, beta, specifically on PS4 uh, this past weekend. Uh, let me see if I yeah. Uh, let me see. Participants spent around 27 million hours in the game. Uh, let me see. Damn. Yeah. Dude, Earlier, yeah, earlier this week, the beta was announced on all platforms. Six million players attracted, and people spent a collective total of 27 million hours in the game. That is fucking crazy. Hmm. Wow. Except me, even though I downloaded it, I don't know why I didn't bother to <laughs> play it. But yeah, it looks like the game's going to be a pretty good hit. Nice. See, so, I mean, anything Marvel's going to be a hit at this point. Yeah, it's yeah, so. almost a franchise too big, mm -hmm. too big to fail. Mm -hmm. You want to use something, a term like that. So um, another rumor in the Sony world. Um, I haven't checked today. I don't know if this has been confirmed or not yet. It's a pretty strong, pretty strongly uh, heavily tilted towards the true side. It, from what I saw, um, the rumor is that Sony is going to be acquiring Bluepoint Games. Uh, it, ha it was confirmed that they are acquiring another company. The rumor is that that company is Bluepoint, um, which we've talked about a few times. If you've checked out our Conjecture uh, Theories video, we talk about Bluepoint in there as well. Um, and I think – I don't know. I think this would be a good thing. They work with Sony quite a bit already. Almost their so, remasters are Sony were prior Sony exclusives, at least. Yeah, so it, it makes a lot of sense. And I think for me, I see this as just more fuel for the possibility of a Legend of Dragoon remake because, you know, now it's now Sony's acquiring Bluepoint, who was already showing interest in remaking the game. And now Sony has that company in their Rolodex. So I, I don't yeah. know. The pieces are all coming together. Um, so, I mean, what their their current game they're working on is uh, a remaster of Demon Souls. Yes, correct. With with um, included new content on it, so they're obviously working on the cut Land of Giants content from the original Demon Souls that From never got around to. Mm -hmm. uh, they're working with From on putting that content in. 
So I really think, I mean, honestly, I guess if they're acquiring a company, Sony could also be acquiring from software. Um, uh, that's I another think company okay that, that. work a ton with. Um, From's last couple of games were published by Namco Bandai and Activision. Um, Sekiro being Activision, Dark Souls being Namco. Um, so, I mean, that's, I guess, another possibility now that I think about it. But Bluepoint would make way more sense with all of the prior Sony exclusive IPs they've worked on and upgraded for current gen systems. Mm-hmm. Which wouldn't be terrible either. Um, they've made a few of their own games. I think we talked about that a bit as well. Yep. Um, so. See, speaking of new games, uh, Tellstones you posted. I think that's a new uh, a new game coming out, correct? Uh, technically, yes, it is a new game. So Riot Games, um, creators of League of Legends, Valorant, and Legends Ruterra, their trading card game, um, has uh, has their second board game coming out, Tellstones Kings Gambit. Um, so in 2016, they had Mechs vs Minions which was a little board game that they made. Um, Tellstones is set within its fantasy realm. However, King's Gambit is a much, much, much older board game. It is like a 700-year-old board game that they're retrofitting for their their universe. Okay. So this is just kind of going in with more of their in-universe lore it'll mm-hmm. have some bits of their uh room terra's lore in it um much like i don't know it's a really weird universe because they have magical girls who are also pop stars who are also <laughs> zombies just depends on when you want to what when and what they want to be um so yeah it's gonna be gonna be definitely different um they have people working on it who made the original World of Warcraft board game, which, by the way, is probably the best tabletop board game RPG that was ever made. It, it is flawless. It is fantastic. If you can ever find a copy of it, a, a box of it, I would pick it up. Probably expensive, though. Yeah. So. See, and yeah, that's just board game is just going along with their animated series. Their, I think they now have two dedicated music groups within their lore hmm. so they have a rap group and a <laughs> korean pop group <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> so yeah if you're into rune terra lore as well league of legends this will probably be something to to watch out for um no set release date on it though okay so how about some of your magic the gathering news you said oh. you had a lot of it Yeah. So yesterday, um, Wizards of the Coast had their big yearly roadmap reveal, as well as other product reveal. Um, So we got a 2020 release schedule for their sets. Um, Every year they have four major sets, including one core set. Next year will be a bit different. There's no core set, but there's five total sets. we will finally be visiting the plane of Kaldheim. Um, Kaldheim is an official plane, and it's where Vikings are. So we get our Vikings hey. set. Um, probably a return of snow-based stuff, which is kind of a popular subset. Um, snow types matter, snow lands, whatever, whatnot. Um, so it'll be kind of cool to see this because it's been the the plane's been hinted at in the past. We've just never been there with an actual set. Um, there was one game on the Xbox, Duel of the Planeswalkers, where you did go to Kaldheim to fight a shaman. That was about it. That was the only time you visited it. It was in a knockoff game. Uh, and that's quarter one. And quarter two, uh, Strixhaven is a new new plane as well. Um, it is the Strixhaven School of Mages. So each, each color of the pie is its own school, and they're battling it out. So it's Magic Harry Potter. Harry Potter the Gathering. <laughs> um, so 
there have been a few new cards released here or there that kind of makes sense for the set for the plane where they come from so um and quarter three when our core sets are normally released uh there's no core set this year um it's actually a crossover between dungeons and dragons and magic the gathering this is the first time that there'll be actual playable cards in black borders um, it's uh, entitled Dungeons and Dragons Adventures in the Forgotten Realms. So it's a magic set based in the Forgotten Realms. Um, two years ago in M20, we had a, a few a few little treats of the Forgotten Realms. Like we had a straight up bag of holding card, which was a cool, neat little function. But this is going to be a straight up set based in the Forgotten Realms. So if you enjoy D&D and you enjoy magic, it's perfect. I'm sure I'll spend a shit ton of money on it. Um, cool. I might even get their collector's box that they sell for this one. Comes nice. with like binders and a backpack and shit. Mm. And then in Core 4, we have two Innistrad blocks. They said they were moving away from multiple sets per block, so splitting it up. Since they did that, they're like, well, we have too much stuff, so we're releasing two blocks. We have Innistrad Werewolves and Innistrad Vampires. So, how it looks like is it's going to be kind of set up like how Pokemon does their TCG. Mm. Um, where you have the two different sets because uh, they're the same release, they'll work together. So who knows how they'll work? But Innistrad is one of the fan favorites. It's definitely the Gothic horror um, plane. And then non-standard for Eternal formats, we have Time Spiral remastered. So that's taking the multiple Time Spiral blocks, throwing them into one draftable format. Um, they're keeping the original borders of the cards, which is something they don't generally do. So they'll have their own original styles and everything. So you'll have like your brown bordered artifacts and whatnot no hollow stamps on them so it should be really cool for collectors and then we also have modern horizons 2 um between quarter three and four so next end of next summer beginning of fall um we should be seeing that come out um that'll just be for modern format and further back nice on top of that um magic arena is supposed to be coming to mobile soon so if you want to play some standard on the go on your phone, you'll link your Wizards account to it, be able to play your games on the phone. People were worried that this was going to be cut and not a thing. But as a TCG, when every other TCG, especially with a digital version, is on the phone, you want to put that on the phone. Nice. So yeah, a bit of new magic news. Um, the upcoming set, uh, Zendikar, spoilers have officially started for it. They have their, their special expedition lands are back, so you can get a $1,500 fetch land if you buy a box, if you're lucky. Mm, okay. Probably not quite $1,500, probably about $500. Mm. <laughs> Jeff had some topics finally this week. Uh, let's see. You had one about Rocket League. When Rocket League goes free-to-play, it will not require PS Plus, apparently, which is interesting. Yep. So it's uh, it's several... Several articles, all similar, you know, deals and freebies and whatnot. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, Rocket League is going to go free to play. Um, let me see real quick if there's a date. Uh, it doesn't say the date on here, but what it does, you won't need um, PS Plus to play it uh, or uh, whatever. What does it say about Nintendo? I don't know what their service is called. Uh, Nintendo Switch, Nintendo Online. Yeah, Switch Online. So just Switch Online. Yep. So it's gonna go fully pre, uh, free to play. Um, the game's not gonna change. The only thing that's gonna change is like the menus, because obviously they're gonna have like uh, uh, in-app purchases and mm-hmm. whatnot. <clears throat> uh, but that's about it. It's it's it'll it'll become free to play, and, and you won't need to you won't need to pay for the service. So that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh, what I was trying to look for, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen too. Uh, if it's going to go free to play on Steam, because mm. I've never, I've never played it. That's why I said earlier in the chat, like my cheap ass is finally going <laughs> to get to play Rocket League. Because even though there's been countless times when it's been put on sale, I never, <laughs> never bothered to buy it. So, uh, that's one of them. Uh, right now. Uh, the division, the first one is free on PC until September 8th. So, for those who've never played it, you want to try it. Uh, it's free until September 8th, and the season pass for it is only going to be six dollars and sixty cents. 
Huh. And it includes all the expansions. Nice. So, if you haven't played it, I might actually get it because I bought the gold edition when it went on sale for like 15 bucks or something on PS4. But since I've moved on to basically playing on PC most of the time, I probably will get it. Because why not? I mean, it's still free. Mm. I want to pay for the DLC and it's, it's only six hmm. bucks. So, why the hell not? Yeah, yeah. All right. So how uh, about the uh, the Witcher game, the Witcher mobile game? So yeah. I had not even heard of this. Thanks yeah, for sharing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. I saw it today and I was like, "What?" Let me hold on because I yeah, it's like a, it's a it's an augmented reality game. It's like a Pokemon yeah. Go game for the Witcher, right? I it's remember seeing something about like that the other day. Yeah. Like, the first uh, thing that came to mind was you. I was like, Rick's gonna love this because this is exactly like playing. God damn it! Stop doxing at, Thor. At least at <laughs> each of us, at least once every podcast. Hey, hey, Jaff is <laughs> his name. I know it's probably. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Oh, um, I had Thor. <laughs> Thor was on my mind uh, when I saw this game, and it looks pretty neat. Uh, I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the uh, gameplay. I just did. That's, yeah. And I paused it when you doxed poor Thor. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it looks really cool. Yeah, it's um, location based, like Pokemon Go or that Harry Potter one. I've uh-huh. never touched. Um, oh, it looks like that. its combat is like Elder Scrolls Blades or that old, that other old epic uh, iPhone game where you killed stuff by slashing your yeah, weapons on the screen. Blade something. Blade of yeah. Legends, I don't know. <laughs> Infinity Blade or something like that, I don't remember. Yeah. I used to play all three of them and I totally forgot the name of the game. Yeah, and uh, you're a fledging witcher, so you're not Geralt, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so uh, I actually... Uh, I actually might want to try to find it and how to get into a bait on this because it looked really cool. I love The Witcher. I love this idea. It seems a little more interactive for me than playing Pokemon Go, which mm-hmm. just the inactivity of it and just flinging a ball at something wasn't something I liked personally. I played it heavily for the first month, like everybody who had a mobile phone. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm definitely gonna try it just because I, I actually have a good phone now, one that can, I can put games on. You know. So um, there's no harm in at least trying it. I th- I'm excited. I think this will be neat. Yeah. So um, free to play augmented reality location based RPG. Uh, the trailer itself, simple slashing stuff, finding NPCs on the ground to help go fight monsters, travel around. So that seems kind of weird. The monsters look like they popped up on the map as just a monster. So you go find them like you do Pokemon, except you stand there slashing at your screen. Hmm. Pretend you're a little less nerdy playing on your phone. <laughs> um, sign up I, now. Thewitcher.com. I, I can see people going to parks just like when the Pokemon uh, <laughs> Go craze hit where everybody was like dressed oh, up or has some kind of... Uh, uh, you know, clothing piece of Pokemon just to t- let you know that they were playing that. I can imagine people walking around in like uh, Witcher cosplay, like thinking they're Geralt and shit. <laughs> I'll watch was like, turn off the augmented reality so my phone doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> Sign up now for our newsletter. Ah, fuck. Hmm. <laughs> All right, and the last thing, um, uh, what is it? The PSN yeah, a, Essentials the PSN picks. Essential pick sale mm-hmm. right now. Yep. Uh, pretty good list of games. Uh, pretty heavily discounted. Some of them are pretty heavily discounted. Uh, the first three of mentions is uh, FIFA 20. It's only like five bucks right now. Uh, you got Horizon Zero Dawn Complete Edition. <clears throat> it's about 15 bucks US. This is a Euro gamer. Say uh, it worth every penny. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. The funny thing is, you know, I got the whole the complete edition on Steam, whatever, when it released for 50, so it's kind of like crap, man. <laughs> this is a shot at my wallet, but I don't care. I'd rather play it on PC anyway. Uh so yeah, so it does include the Frozen Wilds DLC. Uh and apparently there's another expansion coming uh for PS5 and of course it's an exclusive uh called the horizon or horizon forbidden forbidden west 
anyway, uh, Days Gone is also uh, on the list. It's only about 15 bucks. And then the rest of the list is Last of Us Part 2, but that's still pretty high. It's about 50 bucks right now. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, a little under 20. Grand Theft Auto 5 Premium, uh, God of War, uh, Watch, Dogs, Watch Dogs 2, and so on. So it's a pretty good list. Nice. Some of these, some of these were free a few months ago, like Bioshock. I think I remember I did get it. Mm. Um, so, but anyway, they're they're pretty heavily discounted games, and they were big names. Nice. The last thing I had on here, I just wanted to. I wasn't sure if I was going to touch on this or not, but it uh, was kind of a topic on the Facebook page there for a minute. Um, some news with what G Fuel's doing because there's some oddities because they every now and then they you know they quote unquote vault some of their flavors where they take them off the market and they don't really specify their whether it's going to go away or if it's going to come back later. Um, most of them come back, uh, the more limited like ones go away, but they've been retiring some like really staple flavors. The first one that got some attention was the, uh, lemon lime flavor, which isn't just a staple for G fuel. It's kind of just a staple for beverages. Um, and they retired that, which was kind of weird. Um, and then they had the watermelon mint one, which wasn't quite as strange, but then they rolled out the lemonade flavor was going to get vaulted up um but i also noticed then that recently they rolled out four quote-unquote new flavors and not really new they're old flavors that were vaulted but now they have a totally redesigned logo so it looks like what they're doing is they're vaulting up all of their flavors and then redesigning their logos and rebranding them and then rolling them back out. And this is actually the third time that they've done this, the third time they've had a major like logo redo for their tubs and then quote unquote vaulted their full, their flavors out back and then put them back out after a couple months. But if you have any of the, older ones that the old designs um they will probably start being coming becoming collectors items soon because i know a lot of people do collect the g fuel tubs and there's a lot of collectors limited collectors edition tubs out there so do uh, be aware for the other collectors out there that they're starting to go through that vaulting process again and some of those are going to start uh they're going to stop being manufactured what is G Fuel owned by Gatorade? <laughs> no. So G Fuel no. is owned by Gamma Labs, which was created by uh, Phase, which was um, so it was actually originally designed okay. by an esports team, and it was designed. It's its makeup isn't an entirely huge difference from like a pre-workout, but they are like straight up a lot healthier than anything else you'll find. Most of what they have are different powdered up. Uh, de they're dehydrated and uh, dried out fruits that are powdered up. And they have food scientists that actually experiment with like different combinations of amounts of uh, fruits that make them taste like weird shit. I don't know how they do it, but um, they're, I like wow. them. They're really good and they're actually pretty, they're, they're not bad for you. So it's, they're kind of what started this whole trend that you see now with like the, the rains and the bangs and the, the sneak energy and all that this was all kind of started by g fuel when they started this craze of like okay we need to get a healthy type energy out and it it started with esports because and it, it it's similar to gatorade it was like okay we don't have anything like that for esports athletes really though and that's what kind of got this started and they're like oh well gamers always drink energy drinks but they're horribly unhealthy and part of trying to bring esports out of that kind of dark shadowy area that it was looming in for a while was trying to get rid of that Amazing. gamers are unhealthy stereotype so this was kind of part of that effort uh by phase the phase clan and um and yeah it's i i think they're great uh, they're, i i'm a huge proponent of g fuel i really am yeah i have two there was like some sale like two for 15 dollars or something i saw on facebook mm -hmm. so i bought two and i barely drink them just because i really hate mixing powder stuff because it always tastes bad to me mm -hmm. and i was like I'll, i'm willing to try more but their cans are so expensive they're almost like four dollars a piece they, they are i usually Jeez. get them on uh, they have an official store on amazon and with amazon prime they're 30 bucks a tub on there which seems like a lot but they have 40 servings in each tub so that's less than a dollar a serving. So that's, you know, I, right, I, I, I pay more it. than a dollar for an energy no. drink in the store and I don't think twice, you know, so. Mm. 
<laughs> right, but see, the issue is, I think that it comes out tasting ass awful, like worse than ass. I'd rather eat ass <laughs> than just like any sort of dry mix. Like I hate Gatorade, anything powdered. Yeah, yeah, that's the Orpic. <laughs> well, and that's fair too. It might just be that texture thing. They do have um, can like canned stuff out now though too. Yeah, but it's so expensive. That's what I was. That referring is, the to. cans like, are really expensive. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Those their actual cans are fucking hella expensive. I'm hoping because they've they haven't even been out a year dude, yet. So I'm like, hoping once they get more into distribution, it'll lower the price on them. Yeah, that'd be nice. I'd be willing to try it. Like right now, I just buy cases of. A monster like mm. uh ultra sunshine mm. nice orange flavored for the uh for because i like carbonation too and so for the canned stuff yeah. i usually like to do the rains um i love all the different flavors of rains and they're they're not as um uh, they so they're, they're not as good as g fuel um but they're still better than most energy drinks you'll find on the market All right, so the last thing, I guess, is the games that we've been playing. So what have you been playing this last week, Sasquatch? Mm, Planetside. Not Planetside. I actually did reinstall Planetside, too. I probably will never play it. I usually do that, then uninstall it right away. <laughs> uh, Fantasy Star, still. Um, there's still more content and stuff being dropped, like, every two weeks or every so. Mm. Uh, classes to level up and whatnot. It's like any MMO where all of your classes are on one character. Gotta gotta create your character's fashion. Fashion's the end game. <laughs> yeah, just like everything. It's like every um, MMO. Yeah, um, I've continued to play the New World uh, preview events. Um, getting into higher content level stuff. Played a lot of Wars. Um, I am trying to work on a video to upload on that. Um, if I ever get around to actually putting the video together, because I do have a I do have plenty of raw footage, but I have been streaming it on um, Twitch a little bit and YouTube as well. So you can go back and find any of the VODs there if you want to look into it. A mix of crafting and whatnot. Um, played a little bit of Smite um, just because there was an Avatar, the last Airbender crossover for the season pass. Oh, so nice. I had to go get my Avatar skins mm. for all of the gods that they're available for. Um, other than that, a ton of magic. Just been playing mm. a ton, a ton, a ton of magic. Um, gotten up into the higher ranks. So I I mean, I don't think there really is any threat of being stream sniped for me since I <laughs> don't have viewers, but it's still <laughs> something I want to be cautious of because some people just go search random people for that edge. Fortunately, they will not find Sasquatch Daddy Senpai on Twitch anymore. <laughs> Which is my nice. <laughs> my MTP arena name, so um, I'll probably go back to just streaming it because if they stream snipe me, whatever, I'll just have to beat them by being better. Yeah, <laughs> by having a better deck. <laughs> there you go. How about you, Jeff? So <clears throat> ever since it dropped, I've been hitting uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Every every little chance I get, um, I am way further in. How long has it been out, Dustin? Like a month? Because it dropped on the seventh, right? Jeez. Yeah. So I'm way further on PC than I am on PS4. That I got the game like two years ago that my brother uh, got for me for Christmas. Uh, but yeah, man, I've just been hitting it hard, uh, doing all the crafting, all the side quests, nice. and I, I don't think I'm even like 25 percent into the <laughs> game yet. Yeah. Uh, so that, and of course, you know, hitting Call of Duty, trying to level up that battle pass especially this mm. weekend that uh they had the uh three tier uh xp double xps mm, yeah uh and also uh for mobile you know toilet games uh there's a game <laughs> it's a third person shooter it's kind of wacky it's called a uh, tactical uh it's pretty fun uh have several game modes it's always random you're always playing random game modes uh, but you have your main weapon, you have a pistol, and then you have an explosive. Uh, and it's really fun. You guys should check it out. If you want to put anything on your phone to entertain yourself while you're on the toilet, uh, I recommend it. Tactic Excuse cool. me. I have like 30 gigs of waifu games on my phone hmm. because they oh, all have I'm to be sorry. <laughs> uh, Well, uh, you mind sending a few links over? 
Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. That's what I've been playing. Oh, I, if that was a joke, now you're getting links. No, what, dude? Send it. <laughs> I haven't been playing too much um, new stuff. Anyways, I played. I I checked out the new Pokemon Go stuff, the new Mega Raids. Was, like I said, it was nah. And then I've been jumping on Final Fantasy fourteen again. One um, thing I wanted to shout out, I am just so grateful for the fucking unending journey feature. Um, I, I Today, I literally spent three hours in the unending journey. Um, it's a feature in Final Fantasy fourteen that just lets you go in and watch previous cutscenes. Um, and I started back in in the main scenario where I left off, and I was kind of like, uh... So I went back in and started watching all the cutscenes, starting with the very first one from Shadowbringers. So I'm just about caught back up to where I actually am in the main story, and stuff can start making sense again when I do quests. All right, I think that is about it. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Please remember to like and subscribe, and come check us out on our various pages on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. All of our links will be in description below. Um, but thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Peace uh, out. Johnny.